Hey there, my name is Paul and this is Out of Neutral, a weekly vlog where we look to the Bible to get in gear and follow Jesus into the life he came to make possible. Today I want to offer an open letter to the Pet Shop Boys 30 years too late. Let me explain. I watched the 80s throwback movie Blinded by the Light recently. And not being a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, it was mostly the non-boss music that made me reminisce. Hearing the Pet Shop Boys took me back to my high school days and the music that was so much a part of my life at a time of life when music seems so important. One song that stood out to me was It's a Sin, the second hit from the Pet Shop Boys after their debut single, West End Girls. As I listened to the chorus, it struck me that I remembered more of the melody than the lyrics. I think I spent more of my time dancing to the song than actually listening to the message. Now, so many years later, I read the lyrics of lead singer Neil Tennant and reflected on them with sadness and regret. His words give voice to many people's experience of religion. So even if you've never heard of the band, you may relate to their message. Tennant was in his early 30s when he wrote the song, and it's a reflection on his experience with religion in high school. The song opens with these words. When I look back upon my life, it's always with a sense of shame. I've always been the one to blame for everything I long to do, no matter when or where or who. Has one thing in common, too. It's a sin. Everything I've ever done, everything I ever do, every place I've ever been, everywhere I'm going to, it's a sin. Now that's a little discouraging, right? <laughs> he goes on to talk about how he was taught to be pure, but it didn't work. He describes repeated failures with sin, trying to turn over a new leaf, only to find himself failing again and in a place of shame. The pain of this impossible struggle is held up likely as his reason for rejecting religion, at least as he experienced it. Of course, I can't know what Neil Tennant actually experienced or what his religious influences really consisted of. And sometimes critical parts of the message get lost in translation so that people don't actually hear what's being taught. But I've met many people who feel exactly what he expressed in this song. Let me share what I'd want Tennant and the many others who have shared his experience to know about the God of the Bible. First, the Bible was never primarily intended to show us what we've done wrong. You could teach a course in astrophysics and spend the entire time listing facts about the cosmos that students don't know in order to make them feel stupid. Or you could use the same textbook to stir wonder at the beauty of the universe and the expanse of the stars. In the first, you'd feel defeated. In the second, you'd feel inspired. Similarly, there are, church, there are churches that seem to do nothing other than define sin, set up rules, and challenge people to, to try harder. Now, while the Bible does talk about sin, the greater focus is on the nature of the God whose majesty stirs our awe and whose grace and love nurture, nurtures our own love. Second, the Bible contains a message of good news, not just bad news. Tennant never alludes to it, never mentions the gospel. I don't know if he ever heard it or understood it. 
But I meet many people who have had a lot of church, but have never really grasped the good news message of the Bible. In Romans 5.8, for instance, the good news is summarized with, this, with the message that God's love for us is so great that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. On the cross, Jesus took the guilt and shame of our sin so that we might be freed from it. That's why Romans 8.1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Someone who turns from their sin and puts their faith in Jesus is forgiven and accepted, loved and secure in their relationship with God. Of course, the opposite is also true. A rejection of God is a rejection of the salvation and mercy that we desperately need. Third, people who have received grace grow in grace. Some people's experience of religion mainly involves trying harder in order to please God. The Bible teaches that exactly what Tennant experienced. Just turning over a new leaf doesn't work. Sin is like a disease that we can't just shake off. What we need is a cure, not just an appeal for more effort. Jesus provides that cure. He provides not only forgiveness, but the power to change now and the hope of complete deliverance later. Someone who's experienced that reads God's commands, not as statements of condemnation, but as wisdom from a gracious God who loves us and wants what's best for us. With a personal relationship with God through faith in Jesus, we not only receive help in following his commands, but they become attractive to us as well. If I had listened to the Pet Shop Boys instead of just dancing to them, and if I knew then what I know now, I would have loved to have told them that there's a God whose greatness inspires our wonder and whose love draws us to him. I would have told them that there's forgiveness in a savior who takes away our shame and frees us from it. And I would have told them that the Bible isn't a self-help book. It's a story of a rescue that we can experience through faith. I'd love for the Pet Shop Boys to know that, but it's a message that we all need to hear. That's all for this time. Today's video has helped you get out of neutral, share it with your friends, and subscribe to join us on the journey.